And people are like, well, that's just expensive. Yes, if you're going to be a promoter, be prepared to spend your money. Yeah. And hopefully you make it back. We're not thinking on the lines of that balance with anything that's going on right now. It's me and y'all. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda and whatever else you want in the fridge. Get yourself something, sit down, relax. We're going to be chilling here. I'm sitting here today with someone I haven't seen in a very long, long time. time and I got a lot I got a lot of a uh, lot of things to say about this person sitting Aww. next to me honestly. Uh, you don't even know, but you're going to know. But please, the internet make some noise for my friend the button pusher. What's up, Sykes? Good to see you again, man. It's really good to see you. I really appreciate you being here. Oh, man. I've seen it on the line. I said, Sykes is doing a show. I hope you remember me. <laughs> oh, no, of course. I could never forget you. Man. Uh, it was like one of the things. It was like, you know, it means a lot to have you here and for us to still be here because, like, I mean, a lot of people that know me nowadays don't know me from way back in the day. You know what I mean? Like so many people, you know how it is. Like how many people do you know from fucking 12 years ago, 15 years ago that are still doing don't shit? Don't shit, right? Not a lot. Not a you lot. You know what I mean? So a lot of people don't know like what it was like back in the shadow lounge days and things like that. And you were one of the first promoters that ever gave me a shot. Yeah. <laughs> and not even like just like letting me get on a show. Like you booked me. Multiple times. Multiple times. And you TV never, too. And you never asked me for a fucking dime. You Say know? that one more again for people <laughs> who think Buttons is greedy. Buttons no, is you never greedy. asked me for a fucking dime. Like, yeah. sure, there was things where it was like, you know, like, oh, move some tickets. Sell your tickets. And right. things like and that. And you got half of the money back. Yeah. yeah and, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, and that was the one of the things, too, is like, aside from being one of the first people to ever give me a shot, you're one of the first people that gave me shit for not working as hard as I should. Yes. And I feel like, you know, <laughs> you saw like I feel like you saw something in me and maybe the people that like you put on your shows. I remember like one time I played a show and like I just didn't move the tickets and like you pulled me aside and you were just like, you can do better than this. You're yeah. better than this. Yeah. And nobody ever fucking said that to me before. It's always just kind of like, yo, it's OK, whatever. Nah. And that mentality. Fuck that. Because like like you really helped me in my early days, like get my head Focus. on straight with yeah. like, yeah, focusing yeah. and promoting and just like knowing, like understanding my worth and understanding what work is. So, I'm like, very proud of you. Let me no. say this. I'm very proud of you. When I seen that you were doing shows and the printing and I was like, see, that is what I seen then the potential of your greatness. It was my job and it still is to look at who comes in front of me. Look you in your eye. And it's just the gift that God gave me and say, you know what? I see good and I'm going to push you. I might piss you. Can you curse on her? Yeah. I might piss you the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to push you towards your greatness. And you might not get it for six years. You might not get it for 10 years. Yeah. No. But when you get it, no, you got I, mean, it. I got it right away. Yeah. Honestly, you know what I mean? Like it was one of those things I was just always super grateful for. And uh, like, I don't know. It's just it's awesome, too, because, again, you know, like after the Shadow Lounge closed, which was like, you know, that was kind of like oh, our, no. our home for our each home. other. That was a home. You know, we all kind of had to find our own paths. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It was like everybody just kind of getting like pushed out. And then what everybody. 
you know, I mean, I ended up, you know, I found my thing. I kept doing my shit, found my own people. And then you obviously now you have Grand City, City, baby, which, you know, we'll get into all <laughs> yes, of that. But yes. I mean, our paths have like separated, but we've definitely both been, you know, very productive active, yeah. and active in our community and yes, things like that, you yes. know, so it's good to have you here. Thank what, you. What I'm, the I'm, fuck I'm have honored. you been doing? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, well, I know, I, I know what you've been doing, but tell the people. Uh, like, all right, so for people who don't know me, name was the Button Pusher. I'm 24 years in veteran Pittsburgh hip hop and abroad, uh, and my goal has always been to uh, push uh, you who are considered underground. I've stayed underground. I've never pursued the industry. I've always loved independent arts uh, and independent artists, and my goal has always been to build something where we can bring each other together. Get everybody in a room, and then you go where the group yeah. that you 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 bond with. So that was the goal with everything: the ripple effect, uh, which were the TV shows, the culture. Me walking live with the button pusher. I had on PC TV for many years, and then I had naturally the hip hop buffet series, uh, and that was just like the mecca because with that show we had so many different types of hip hop. Yeah, every show. You couldn't repeat the show in a year cycle, so you knew you were going to get fresh artists, and we had the out-of-towners. So we created an element where we were able to build lanes for people to travel. So since then, when the Shadow Laws closed, like you said, everybody was like, what are we going to do? Uh, and I was one of those people. I was frustrated. I knew I didn't want to be a rapper in the industry, even though I could spit sometimes when I'm on a good day. Uh, I knew that... <laughs> I knew that uh, some whatever I did was going to include my babies, y'all, my babies, and whatever I did was going to have to street make me reach farther inside myself than I had gone. Yeah, it's it's it makes so much sense because you know with the hip hop shit, there's so much ego. Oh man, and with you, there isn't that. It's always been more about the community. But if there is an ego about you, it's just because like you feel like the world can do better than it is. Yes. And so you know what? Like, and people misconstrue that. Yeah. You know, they do it all the time. Oh, she's mean or she's rude or she's unapproachable. No, I'm not full of shit. No, yeah. You can't waste time around me. We cannot get time back. So you need to do something with every moment that you have available to you. And if you're going to be around me, I'm going to push you to do that. It's important. Or you won't be around me. I don't <laughs> keep many folks around me. But when I build, I build with a lot of people intellectually because I'm a one on one builder. Because something like they say, the individual is brilliant. The mob is idiots. So sometimes I can't get with the mob. I never was the type that would go be with the mob. Everything I did was different. And so I wanted to be able to attract the people who could appreciate that difference. And that's what we did all of those years. So when we got to the point where everything kind of went its other way, I said, well, let me fall back and figure out what I can do next. And I talked to the Lord and I said, God. I need a building. And I finally got one. So that's where Grand City came from. And that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Putting it together. Grand City is a, you know, it's a it's a space in Swissville. Yeah. I haven't been there. I looked it up come. on the internet. I would I definitely want to come through. You Please. Come. You know, I'm definitely gonna check it out. But yeah, so I mean you're doing a lot of stuff in that space. You have a recording studio, like photography studio, video studio. You also do live streaming and things like that. Do performance yep. You've been keeping just as busy as I have. Yes. As, if not busier. You yes. do so much shit. Just wrote a book, got the documentary out online. So it's it's so much. And it's book. just one of those things where it's, you know, you, you're a super hard worker. I've always just had, you know, a tremendous amount of respect for oh, you. you. And um just 
the consistent output because it's like that's the thing now you know with me being you know however long i've been doing this shit not as long as you but long enough yeah yeah you know you and it you a vet the thing that only like matters to me anymore is consistency yes it's like it's like i don't even care if you're bad at what you do oh you're consistently bad i mean you like might if, get good if you, if you, that's the thing it's like if you give a fuck about what you're doing and your heart's in the right place if you're consistent you will get better. You will get better. And that was my thing. Like when we did the Ripple Fair, people would watch the show and be like, why the fuck would you put this guy on TV? I said, because he had the courage to do it. Yeah. If you think you can do it, I was going to showcase you. I've grown from that point because I've had to, uh, because this is a business and people have to realize that at some point, you know, when I first started, it was a hobby. Hey, I can't get a stage. So I'm going to get, I'm going to make a stage and I'm going to bring you to the stage. But after a while, when you start putting your money in this shit, I lost tons of money with the hip hop buffet series. Sure. And I didn't make it back at all. So when you start putting your money in this shit, your mindset has to tilt a little bit towards understanding how business works and finding a way to balance the two. I know underground artists don't make a lot of money. We work. I work too. So how can I build something that can remain uh, powerful and consistent? With, with an artist's needs and not tax them. And that's always the flux here. So when you find somebody who is consistent at their grind, I want to give that kid a shot. Because I know if you're doing it with nothing and you're still doing it, if I give you a little bit, just a little bit, you're going to fly to heaven with it. Yeah. So here's a little bit. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's so crucial. Again, like this is probably, I, probably repeat this more on my show than anything else so people that listen to the show a lot i apologize but <laughs> with you and i'm sure that you can understand where i'm coming from when people reach out to me asking like yo like how can i start a podcast like how can i start getting into making beats and things like that i'm like you don't need anything more than the actual desire to want to do it if you really fucking want to do this it's everything's on the internet you'll make Look it shit up you'll make it happen it, yeah but if you're like half-hearted and you're not serious and you can't be consistent and figure out how to just work through figuring the stuff out, it ain't gonna happen. It's not. And and no one no one's gonna give you shit. The only thing you're really gonna get for free out here after you pay for your internet bill is the internet. Get your ass on there and get to digging. Because after a while, I don't mind teaching. I'm a teacher. I'd have no problem teaching. But you have to be careful for the succubus. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. You have to be careful of the leeches, the people that don't want to do the work. They want you to tell them every step of the way how to start a podcast. But as you know how to do it. Oh, you should make a tutorial about that. Well, there's plenty of tutorials out there available. Yo, so go find it because mine, you're going to pay me for it. If I even made a tutorial, would your would you impatient like ass even watch would it? You watch it. No, you want to <laughs> come in and watch me press buttons. Thank you. Got it. And go do it and fuck it up yeah. and then get mad that it didn't turn out right. I spent countless of hours playing with camera angles, playing with different programs. I brought programs this five, six hundred dollars that I don't even need. Trying to figure out how all this shit worked for Facebook to go, hey, you know, if you hit a button on your phone now, you can go live. Yeah. I've been investing in this shit before that. So it, it gets to a point where if you are consistent on your grind, the next logical step is investment. Period. You cannot go further if you don't set a line to a point where you take your hobby and make it an investment in self. 
And that's the problem that we run in with a lot of these younger rappers right now. A lot of these younger talents that don't understand. There are things in this business that you need to learn. One thing that I offer at Grand City is something called stage presence class. Right. Okay. Now, stage presence class, the first thing you will come to mind is, hey, put your hands up, Scott, in the middle, because you know that's how I get down. I rock. But it's not just that. Stage presence started the minute you came downstairs to say, hey, Buttons, my stage presence started right there at that point. How did I present myself? Do I smell good? Do I look good? Did I have some type of promo? When I walked in the door, did I disrespect your spot? Did I just go around touching things? Did I press a button? Or was I respectful? That is all stage presence. Yeah, sure. Was I on time? That is so damn well, important. Well, I think like, you know, stage presence, there's an element of it that is just being respectful and empathetic to the audience. Yes. Where it's like, if you're stepping on stage, people want to show and you got to give it to you them. You got to give it to them. You know, and like understand that they're there to see something entertaining. Be entertaining. Yes. Especially if you're going to be in this hip hop rap realm where you're talking about all this ego driven braggadocious shit. And you're just going to stare at your shoes the whole time on stage. Hey, yo. Give hey, me a fucking break. Hey, yo. <laughs> and or, or you getting on stage, you rapping about money. I, I was at a show not too long ago. And, you know, I don't even go out that more because I'm old. I don't go out that much no more. But I went to the show and they had me judge. It's the first time I ever judged anything in my whole career. Okay. And I don't think I'll do it again. I don't like to judge. I like to teach. But I'm a judge at the show. And this girl, she's up there rapping and she throws out fake $100 bills. First of all, you're trying to start a damn riot because motherfuckers is broke. So don't go throwing some fucking money and it's fake. That is not helping you. That should not be a part of your stage presence. I don't like when people get on stage and they grab their ball. What's up, bitches? What's up, my dude? You just call me a bitch? Now you want me to stand here and clap for you? Yeah. No, I'm going to need you to fix that. So I, I, I offer stage presence class to get people to understand the mindset of being an artist, not just the rapper, not just the aspect of being on the stage, but all of it, ta- all of the work that it takes to get to the stage. And once you uh, get up there, how you act. Uh, they're almost, it's almost like a uh, common courtesy and respect classes. It's, yeah. Well, it's called <laughs> professional etiquette. Really. Yeah, yeah. I just call it stage presence because it's easier for people to correspond with the two things. The world is a stage, The world right? is your stage. Yeah. So w- when when people come to Grind City, the minute I open up the door at Grind City, I'm inviting you to my stage. Yeah. So my stage needs to be clean. My stage needs to have a dope atmosphere. It has to be inviting so that you can be creative. So I'm going to do my part with my stage. But if you walk on my damn stage with muddy shoes, we're going to have a problem. So clean your goddamn shoes before you come to my stage. It's all the presence. So those are things that I want to teach uh, uh, young people. The other thing that I do is something called uh, hip-hop therapy. Um, I teach this at Children's Hospital uh, via the Music Smiles uh, program through Sunny Pugard Memorial. And I also teach it at McKeesport Behavioral Health uh, Unit in their hospital uh, because we have to remember exactly what hip-hop is. Uh, and we're getting very, very far away from that. And I think now with the, the way that the climate is changing just in uh, the world right now, we're starting to understand just how strong and important this tool is right here. Uh, so, yeah, we use it and we do outreach, but we get to do inner reach to reach within right so hip-hop therapy is something that um I, i've been doing 
my whole career really I used to do it with Gateway to the Arts. I taught it at Schumann Center. Um, but it's something that I feel that we have to refocus what we allow to come out of our mouths and what kind of energy that we allow to absorb off of us because these babies are absorbing it, right? And we have to be more responsible. I've always said that. Make the music that you're going to make fine. Great. Please have a balance, right? Um, so that we can realize that when we take that term hip hop, that is a huge responsibility when you get on that stage with that mic. What kind of energy are you spewing in this community? Or I'm not a rapper. I don't make music, but I just can't find a way to make myself feel better. Hmm. Well, we can make a goofy little song. Hey, are you smiling, buddy? Because I'm smiling. Are you sm- Goofy little song that you're humming now. And you went from, I don't know how to make myself feel better. That song is goofy as hell, but I like that motherfucker. And now I'm smiling. That small part of self-therapy infused with a little bit of hip-hop, I take that to ordinary people to get you through your day when, because we have these times now where a lot of us are just down. And we don't have any idea how to get up. So we go watch out something outside of us. We'll watch your TV show or your jingle or listen to your song. Well, we all got our own heartbeat. We got our own beat. Why not have your theme song, your superhero song that plays in your head? That's my song. I'm going to do my dance. Hell yeah. So I teach that as well. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I think that the the power of creating anything, it's so, man, like, I, I wish that, like, I still had that feeling like back in the day when I first learned how to do beats and record oh, stuff and like playing it back. Like, oh. you know, it's, it's never, it's not going to be, it's never like that anymore. It's too, but I, I still love what I do. I had it last night, bro. I, you know, I don't have a lot of time to make music anymore, yeah. but I, you know, I have my music studio. I'm very particular about who I record there. Uh, you know, you could do a lot of stuff in Grind City, but the recording process there, I'm very particular because it's such an intimate process. There's a lot of energy being flowing across. So you just sure. can't come in there and spit any damn thing because my energy won't tolerate it. And your money is not that long for me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about your money. When we come to recording music, it has to be something that my energy can sustain. But last night I was, you know, looking at Grind City and I was doing my little dance because, um, I've rearranged him a little bit to get him perfect for what we're going to do this year. And we'll get into that. Uh, and I, I was able to go and make some music, right? And I made this little song, uh, and, and it was just like, Oh man, I ain't felt like this in like eight years. Ooh! I love it. You know, I thought it was a banger. It's not a banger. It's whack, but I felt like it was, yeah. right? Cause I hadn't felt that in a long that's, time. That's, that's what's important. And I think that. Sometimes, especially in our social media culture now, we're also everybody's so concerned about doing things for other people oh, instead of doing something for themselves. And it's just like, or they're over consumed with doing for themselves that they forget other people. There is no balance. Sure. Like, yeah. That's what's wrong. It's either way up or way down or either side. We don't have the balance. So, you know, I've always had the mindset to try to balance stuff. Even when I looked at throwing shows, and I tell these promoters this now, when you look at throwing shows, you need to look at it in four different aspects. From the fan view, the promoter view, the venue owner view. There's one more. Fan view, promoter view, venue owner. I mean, I would say the 
the people that you're choosing to perform. And the performer. Yeah. yeah, duh. So what does, <laughs> what does everybody get from this, right? So if you look at how I did the Buffet series, I booked my shows in a year in advance. I also paid for them a year in advance. So those shows were paid for before anybody sold a ticket. So the venue owner, we're good. You keep your bar, I keep my door. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. So we took care of the venue owner. He's satisfied. So now I got the fan. I got me as the promoter. And I have the artist. So let's move to the artist now because we need the artist to work. How can I make this beneficial for this artist? Okay. Well, you're going to get this amount of time on stage. Hey, we're going to live stream it. And everybody's like, what's that? Okay, cool. I don't have any friends that's not in Pittsburgh, so it doesn't matter. But the people that came in from out of town appreciated that. But then... Hey, you feel like I need to make something for this show. Okay, well, here's some tickets, right? So if you have to pay me, make your money back. Now, either you're going to grind and get your money back or you're going to give them away so you can have a crowd. That is your decision, but you need to pay me. So now me as the promoter, I'm getting something and you as the artist can have a way to get something back. Also be featured on this show. Also be featured on the DVD. Also be featured on the commercials that we put on TV. So who's left? The fan. Yeah. What does the fan get? What did the fan get, Sykes? The fan got food. <laughs> yeah. The fan got a great spread of food. It Not, was literally the hip hop buffet. It was literally the hip hop. So, and people were like, well, that's just expensive. Yes. If you're going to be a promoter, be prepared to spend your money. Yeah. And hopefully you make it back. We're not thinking on the lines of that balance with anything that's going on right now. It's me and y'all. Bosses is up here. Fuck a boss. If we can balance this shit again, where everyone eats, you won't have this hate. And that allows for us to get the fake ones out the goddamn way. Yeah. I think the thing that bothers me the most when uh, I talk with other artists that complain about ticket sales, it's okay. Sure. You know, you could, you're not being. You're, you're not being forced to buy these tickets. You're not being forced to play the show. If you don't want to play the show, I guarantee you somebody else will take that spot. But if you are going to take this spot and you're going to sell these tickets, not only are you making a little bit of money from selling the tickets, but as a growing artist, you're learning how to sell your brand. So I came up with something for that at Grand City. Now. You know, you know what I mean. Yes. Like you're learning how to yes. fucking you have to promote yourself. To your brand. Tell people if you can't convince fucking fifteen people to, to come, come see, see you, you in your own hometown. You're fucked. What do you think? And, and, and the thing yeah. is, if you do sell a ticket, if you're opening up for Wiz or open, they're not coming to see you. They're coming to see Wiz. And what you have to do now in this day and age, because records don't sell, you have to prov- you have to convince a promoter that you can bring 15, 20 people to a show. So what we came up with at Grand City is something called Grand City Unplugged. It's a uh, half an hour live stream show for somebody. The show's actually an hour. But you have an option to bring 10, 15, or 20 people. It's a private show. You pay me an amount, 10, 15, or 20, whichever one you decide, and I'll give you a GC code. Okay? So there ain't no money out the door. You tell your people, your 15 people, you get your guests this lever, they got this code. Now, if you can sell that code for as much as you want, or you can give it away. But the goal is to get people in that building so you can have the proof that you can sell yourself and your brand 
It's live stream. It's documented. So now you don't got to be, yeah, I could do it. Prove it. Well, well, no. Nah, here go the show. Sure. We did this at Grand City. It's live show. Here go the show. You should let me open up for da-da-da-da-da. I can sell the tickets. So now the promoter's not sitting around biting his fingers wondering if he's going to get his money at the end of the night. Because they've shown that they have 15 people. So what we want to do is teach people to, to learn how to get 10, 15, 20 people just to see you, not the people you opening up for. Because this is what artists have to understand. They ain't coming to see you. They hope they can get backstage with the store. So you have to, you, like you said, you have to learn how to push yourself as a brand. So those are the tools that we're developing, and that's what yeah. we're using Grand City for as a breeding ground. And, you know, a lot of people throw out, you know, like, oh, like, fuck pay to play and things like that. It's going to be pay to play from day one until you fucking die. It doesn't matter how big you get. You could be fucking Drake. The only You're reason somebody. the only reason those big fucking venues are allowing them to play his stadiums is because he could sell the tickets to get into that stadium. He's proved it. It's still a pay to play thing. It's, it's still a no pay matter to what. play no matter what. Yeah. And that's what I try to tell these people. I say, you know, I do independent independent media. Oh, well, why we got to pay for your cameras to come out? Uh, cause I bought them and I'm going to spend time filming you and editing you. Uh, well, channel 11 doesn't charge us. Well, channel 11 is going to give you 0.3 seconds of airtime. And trust me, if your report, if your video is not in, that important to them, they may not even and show up. Channel 11 has sponsors, and sponsors and they channel. have people that pay. Yeah. Somebody's paying for that time. You have to pay for the time. And what the Internet has done, it has spoiled people yep. into thinking that they can do quality, high quality shit by themselves and they don't have to pay anybody. So now it is completely decimated the small business aspect of independent music. Oh, yeah. And it's like, we have to have these conversations. We have to bring it back to light. Stop trying to do every fucking thing by yourself because some of us have invested time, money, and energy into making sure that this shit comes out right for you. Where you're not live streaming on your phone from the bathroom or your friend is live streaming you on stage. People actually have the right equipment, I being one, that can come do that shit properly for you. Pay us. It's a business. And until you look at this as a business, stay the fuck off the stage, man. Sure. You're just clogging up the scene. Yeah. And then making it impossible for the people who understand that this is a business to get to the business people. They're wasting our time and no one has time for that. Yeah, there's I feel like it should be OK to tell somebody to go fuck themselves. Well, if, if, you know, if they're just, well, you know, yeah, I've got, I've got, <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, cause you know, I have no problem with it. And that's, you know, that's the thing with being a button pusher now, uh, being almost 50 now. Yeah. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it, I'm a grandma. No, I have a grandson. Hey, congratulations! Like, thank you. I got a grandma. Shout out to my grandma. He's one. Uh, yeah, life is beautiful. Uh, life is grand. Uh, but you know, being able to sit down and have these conversations, I'm speaking from, uh, I'm speaking to you from experience. Yeah. Period. Everything that I speak. It's something that I've encountered is what I've done. And I wrote a book about it. It's called The Building Process. And a lot of people were kind of nervous about this book because uh, they were like, oh, she wrote a book about Pittsburgh hip hop. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> we did some assholic shit to her. What is she going to talk about? 
Uh, in this book, I talk about the process of how I built JPB. Sure. And and you probably don't talk about any of those people that thought they'd be talked about because they don't all. deserve that energy at or at that all. time. It's a very positive book. Yeah. But it's talking about the process, how I think and how I use uh, my experience of being a roadway engineer and how they built the road uh, and applied that to building what JPB had built. And I wanted to write it in kind of like a manual format where these young people can kind of follow along. These are some of the steps that you might want to consider taking when you want to go out here and get into this business so it's kind of like a guide you know what i'm saying so check it out it's on amazon it's called the button pusher the building process also check out the button pusher who is the documentary of the button pusher so when you see the documentary you see the grind and when you read the book you see the reasoning why and my very first album the button pusher who is on amazon too and that gives you the emotion of what i was going through at this time so it's there yeah yeah it's it's so it's so awesome to see you know you because like the thing is that i always tell people like what we do it's crazy trying to do this shit it's like why like why why but there's like a drive in us that like, That'd be i can crazy I can't, right yeah you have to be you have to be i feel like i am fucking insane Bananas, yes. but like i love doing it yes. and you know it was for me it became a thing over some time where being a like a solo hip-hop artist it could be like really isolating <sighs> because like you know like i i've always produced all my own beats and everything and um, so much time is spent being isolated and then like I go to these shows when I was playing a lot of hip hop shows not always the most social events yeah like, yeah they're it, clicky every, yeah people kind of Pittsburgh's very clicky it's the world it ain't even just Pittsburgh yeah yeah true it's human true. beings yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's some human yeah. shit so being able to have like okay what can I do outside of the rap shit that's gonna make me feel like I'm actually com- like ooh Shit happens. Hey, sorry. It's, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never have this to me before, guys. Usually turn my phone off. It's all good. We're going to turn it off now. All right. What can I do uh, outside of my music to really like be a part of the be community connected. and give back and start connecting with people? So I start this show and just start talking this with people. Dope. And I love the setup. This is beautiful. It sounds good. It looks good. Uh, you're going to go far with this. You're a great conversationalist. Uh, you ask great questions and you listen well. Uh, and, and believe me that I've been interviewing people for a long time and I had to learn my first couple of years. I didn't listen. I talked way more than sure. my artists. Right. So I had to learn. You that talk me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> right? You know, it's weird because I'm actually when I'm by myself, I'm very quiet. Um, I'm very, I'm a, I'm a extroverted introvert, right? Sure. But when it comes to my brands, I light up like a light bulb. I don't have any problem telling you about my brands at all. I will not shut the hell up. I will talk <laughs> all day about my shit. Uh, and, and, and it's encouraged. I don't want to talk to someone uh, that has a business or uh, a show and they're like, yeah, I'll just do a show, man. Sure. What? Well, what is, well, you know, we talk to people. Really? Is that what you do? Cause I can't tell. You have to have excitement and emotion and passion. I'm a passionate person. All that fire that Cash used to see come out of me, whatever they took it as, it was only passion. I love this shit. And you said you love it. So you need to have this damn passion too. And if you don't know how to get it, I'm going to kick it up in your ass. So you spit it out your mouth. Get it. 
<laughs> you know, that's how Amen. I felt. <laughs> yes, that's, that, that's how I felt. So, you know, and I still feel that way. I'm just a little older and I see, um, you know, being a bit, being business now is so different. You can't just go in there and go the hell off, right? Look, motherfucker, this is hip hop. No, nah, this is a business. So you have to weigh things a little differently. Um, and you got to sell. Yeah. See, I didn't have to sell anything before. It was, you want a stage? And get on the stage. That's what you got to do. So now this is like, with these younger people, it seems like for as arrogant as they are, they really have this underlying low self-esteem thing with them where they come out like they talk like they're the shit, but when you really sit down with them, they don't really believe in themselves. Well, so many people spend all day looking at a screen, seeing what everybody else yeah. is doing. Yeah. So everybody's, you know, comparing put, themselves, comparing to them. themselves to other people, and it's all f- it's, and it's, they're flawed. A lot of it's fake. They're all flawed and fake. Well, nobody posts their flaws, and, and that's the thing. I do. I do. And I don't have a problem doing that. And I do that because I'm real for one. And for two, I just don't give a fuck. I don't care because who the hell are you to tell me that this is flaw? Sure. This might be the perfect remedy for some shit, but I won't know if I don't test the waters. But I see a lot of these babies. And when I sit down with them and talk to them about what they're spitting and I ask them why they're spitting it, they can't tell me. They heard somebody else say it. Yeah. So I can't work with you. And then they want to cry and call me all kinds of names. Say, you come to me with some real shit and we can work. Yeah. But until I see that passion in your face of what you spitting, I know you're lying and I don't work with lies. The other problem too is, you know, regardless of your art as a person, I feel like everybody is very valuable as a indeed, person. Indeed. But your fucking song ain't a big deal. It don't matter. Don't. Even if it's a great song in doesn't the grand matter. scheme of things, it doesn't fucking matter. What are you doing? What yeah, are you doing? It's about like building a good experience and learning how to become a better person. person. The art is just like that's the it's, release. It's an accessory to your that's life. That's the release, baby. That's the yeah. that's the reward. Yeah. It's just it's just it's something. the reward. You know, it's, it's it's a part. It's like putting on your shoe. Yeah. So I mean if you but have you, a good song, cool. If you cool. write a bad song, it ain't a big it fucking ain't a big deal. Fucking Don't deal. Sweat over and it. here's the thing, and this is the cool part about music. What I love so much about music is it might be the worst song in the world, but there might be a little boy in India that love that fucking song. Oh yeah, song. There, there's something for everybody. You never know. You never know. So I, I don't I don't like I said, I don't like to judge. I don't tell people oh, this is a bad song. I didn't like it. Sure. I, I just didn't like it. No, you can feel some kind of way if you value my opinion. But if I don't like it, I don't like it. I No one likes my shit. So I think the best thing to do is just do what, what you you're love. passionate about. And don't waste time trying to make other. Don't waste time trying to impress people that Indeed. you low key don't even like. You don't even like. You don't even like. And that's the funny shit. These motherfuckers are rolling around with people that, that, that really is really waiting to plot and kill them. Like, kill them. And that's your homie? You don't even like the... What's his last name? Where he live at? You don't even like this motherfucker. You don't even know what they like to eat. Like, I don't got friends. And I tell people that all the time. But yeah, I'm your friend. I'm a lot of... I'm a friend to a lot of people, but I don't have many friends. And it's, don't take that personal if you're watching it. But seriously, you don't know me. I know, but, but you don't know me. But you do know what you know about me is I'm good and I am good. So I remain being a good person to people. But personally, I cats don't know me and that's all right because the person that you get to know is authentic 
and she's good. And the things that you're going to get from her are going to benefit you. That's all you need to know. I mean, it's. I think it's important for somebody in your position to have that separation uh-huh. because otherwise you're, it's, man, you're going to drive yourself just, fucking man, crazy. Man, had got dangerous for me for a while there. Around, around the time to, when they did the first, I had started the Hip Hop Buffet Series Awards and then they did the Pittsburgh Hip Hop Awards after that and then caught herself inviting me or whatever and i went down there and seen it was a sham and i went off and put the song on the internet by the time they got oh home. yeah yeah motherfuckers was threatening my life about that bullshit and that's when i realized that um you know it i wasn't scared because you know i'm from the hood but it was just like wow y'all will really ride for some fake shit so you you can't really get to know me because the person that's underneath the person you think that you see, she's a really beautiful being and you don't get to, you don't deserve to know her if you want to threaten my life over a fake award, right? Sure. So I had to build a different type of relationship with Pittsburgh. I love y'all and I love, if I tell you, if I ever told you I love you, I love you still. However, I had to get like, yeah, I, I had to kind of step back, like, and look at that. Like, I'm looking at people aligning, I'm looking at the alignments and I'm standing there by myself. I see it clear as day. I mean, I could say the names if I needed to, but I don't. And I see the alignment. And I'm like, wow, this is wicked. What the fuck am I really in? What am I really in? Because, you know, JPB had always been his own entity. And when I seen that, I said, we're going to keep it that way. And everything that I build will work with whoever wants to work with us, but it will always remain its separate entity. I will not link and claim your shit because I don't know what your shit really is. Sure. Right. So we have to be careful when you work with people because I'm an energy person. I'm all about energy. So if your energy ain't right, I will dip the fuck out. Deuces. Bye. You hungry? No, I ain't eating. No, I'm cool. Uh-uh. You got to have the right energy. And these young people have to be careful because they're so willing to get in just to be seen that you don't wrap yourself around some wicked ass energy and you doing stuff that you wouldn't normally do. And now you don't know how to stop. Yeah. Right. So this it, is deep out here. It's deep out here. And the only way I know how to fight it is to remain, remain a, a love being, remain a good person. And keep that separation. Yeah, that the problem is because like, there's only so much that you can control. Indeed. The main thing that you can control is the environment that you put around yourself mm. and those people. Yeah. So if anybody has some fucked up energy and they're coming into your circle, you just got to they gotta get go. it out of there. I mean, it's like you can wish them the best and hope that they find a better path for themselves. But and I've done again, it. you can't fucking control you what can't. anybody else is doing outside of your shit. Man, I, I'm telling you, when I first got ground today, I had this grand idea. Oh, man. So I'm going to bring this crew in and they could be the camera crew. And then we can have these people over here and do this part. It was supposed to be this working machine, right? Yeah. And I got them people in there. And I'm like, I had an engineer. I'm like, hey, this place has rules. You know what I'm saying? You want to smoke weed? Go out in the back. Oh, I, I got cameras in the fucking place. I already know where this is going. All right. I'm looking at the camera. I said, oh. don't eat in the motherfucker. These motherfuckers eating chili dogs in my studio. I'm looking at the camera. I got to evict you. I'm looking at these guys that got the dopest camera equipment in the world. I'm struggling with one cannon. They got six of these motherfuckers. And nobody wants to work. You using my shit as a warehouse. You got to go. So it just got to a point where it's like, I'm back down to one. I'm cool with that. Because I get more shit done by myself than I ever got done working with multiple groups of people who wanted to say they were with me. So I said, well, let me build something where I can control that. 
yeah and put out what i know is going to be high quality because my hands are on it i put my hands in my shit so oh buttons you don't like to delegate you don't trust people it's not about that i've trusted this is how i know what i'm capable of doing and what i'm not so I'm only going to put out there what I know I'm capable of and giving. The, the people that say shit like that are people that haven't gone through what you've gone through Indeed. or stuff like I, I'm, I, I relate with you 100%. I've just dealt with so many unreliable people and either you get it or you don't, you get, don't it. get it. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't. I'm just asking you to like do something as simple as like respect my space, show up on time on t- and you can't even you fucking can't do that. Shit. Like that, I get it. That's but, a, but I'm the problem. That's a red flag for everything. That's small. That's what. Oh, and yeah. That's what I said. I had a. I had a young man. I was teaching on stage presence, and uh, the first couple times he came to the class, I knew he had been drinking. And I'm like, you are. I work you. When we finally get to the performance aspect of this class, I work the shit out of you, chest burning type shit. Yeah. And but for the first thirty five minutes of a, what's supposed to be an hour long, I gotta argue with you because you're half fucking drunk. And you're coming down off your high. You're coming up. I'm, so you're this difficult ass fucking person for this little bit of money. And you wonder why I don't want to work with you, man. Yeah. I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. But they don't understand that because they think people are just supposed to take them the way that they are. I feel you. And I respect that statement. However, the minute that you decide that you want to come into someone else's realm, you need to check yourself. It's like they're coming to you for help. So... It's it's your you're coming to my world and you cannot yeah. come dominate my world. Yeah, you don't get to do that, and that is the weird part that comes into being a female in this game. Oh yeah, right. That's that weird part because the game is dominated by men. So men are alphas. Well, I'm an alpha female, especially when you in my shit. That's putting it lightly. Lightly, <laughs> especially when you in my shit. Right. So it's like, hey, hey bro, hey. Grab your balls over there. I ain't mad at you. But when you come here, we need to have a, a, a set balance. And the balance is this is my shit. Now, I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to be rude. But you are not going to come dominate in here. It's not going to work. I've had to put multiple people out of Grind City. Not some physically throw them out on their ass. But like, look, you just can't work here no more, fam. Because this is not your shit. And it's never going to be your shit. Please, by all means, feel free to go get your own shit. And I applaud you for your efforts. Oh, yeah. But this is my shit and you're not going to come dominate this this place has rules if i say pink socks motherfucker wear pink socks and if you don't want to wear them motherfucking pink socks get the fuck out and i want grind city pearlies on them motherfuckers yeah. this is my shit now i would never go to that extreme i know but sometimes you have to present it with that attitude so they can understand this is my shit i don't have to do that anymore but the first two years Sure. It was like, knuckle up, motherfuckers, let's go. So people are starting to really understand, Buzz is cool, just don't fuck with her. I'm not to be fucked with. It's not even, it's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, don't fuck with anybody in general. Yeah. Be, be a fucking respectful person. Well, they don't exist anymore. Sometimes you got to. No, they do. They do. They're out there. Well, you're, you're kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think respectful people do exist, but I think it's important to let people know. It's okay. What's up? And that so you'll, okay you'll start be respectful. You'll start attracting that energy. And yes, it's okay. It's, it's okay. cool to be respectful. It's cool. It's a fad. 
No, it should be your life. It's yeah. cool to be smile. It's well, cool to be happy. It's I think cool. that like again that that thing with like showing up late to things and like being that kind of person. It's just like a lot of people don't understand that like something as as simple as that. It speaks so much it's on your character. character as a whole. It's a character flaw. People don't understand that. They think that oh, when I get big, it'll change. You don't automatically start to learn how to be on time. Sure, that's either you practice that now when you have nothing. Or you're going to lose. If you make it here, you're going to lose. It's not like somebody is, uh, like, say somebody at, at their work, say, like, they're, like, super tidy at their workspace, but at home they're a slob. They're a slob. No, it's probably your slob all Gross. over the yeah. place. Yeah. If yeah. you're late here, you're, you're probably late, late everywhere. Work. Yeah. If and you, I can't fix if that. I can't, if I can't trust you to, you know. Not steal to, from to, me. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably a, a thief. Sure. Like, the, those sort of things. Like, there's... You could just pick those things out in people. And especially this is like something this isn't work. Like, I mean, I guess it is work to some degree, no, but it's work. like we're I'm providing a service for something that you supposedly love and want to do. But see, and that's if you the can't thing. even give a fuck about it, they don't this, respect that as a service. That's the problem. See, they think this shit is free and easy. Start adding some value to this shit. Start saying this yeah. is how much it fucking costs. And we see when you change the game. And that's the difference between JPB and Grind City. Because JPB gave away a lot of shit. Grind sure. City ain't giving away a lot of shit. So I take quality over quantity. Understood. Right? So, But that's what it is. A lot of these young people, oh, you need us to do your show. You won't have one. Correction. I don't need you. There's someone else. And if the show doesn't happen, it's not a big deal. And, uh, it's not going to kill me. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, forget, I'm an artist. I'll sit here and talk to my damn self. I'll ca- I'll cancel. I like I'll cancel the show and just do a live stream. Fuck everyone. <laughs> Fucking make beats. <laughs> yeah. I'll do at the end. I'll go to bed doing something productive. Whatever I want to do, with, and I will show the world that I did it. Yeah, with or without you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's and that's always been my attitude. Love to do it with you, but I will do it without you. Uh, and I think people are starting to realize that whatever you thought about button pusher. She must have been on a pretty good wavelength because she's 24 in now. I'm 24 years in. My son turned 28 this year. That's insane. 28. Crazy. I started this shit when he was four going on five. Yeah. So I must got something right. Must be doing I've outlasted a lot of motherfuckers I'll in tell this you city. This. If it feels right for you and you feel good about it, that's all you fucking I need. I fucking love what I do. It doesn't fucking matter. Anything I fucking else. Love it. Life is, I mean, it's complicated, but in a lot of aspects, it's so much simpler than a lot of people like let it out to like try to make it be. Everybody's like, they overcomplicate this shit. And it's just like, just find something that you're you passionate about. Just love to do it and just do it. And the other stuff, the other stuff that you got to do. See, I work. I have a regular fucking job. Sure. Right. But I do that job because I love this over here. This over here ain't feeding me. So I need to eat and I want to keep this over here. So I'm going to do this job and I'm going to do it well. So I don't have any problems over here. So I can come down here and do what I love to do. Because you're a responsible functioning member of society. Hey, I made it, mom. No, it, it's real just, shit. But that's the way it, it's that balance, Sykes. It's always about the balance. 
Everything is about the balance. And if we can get that, I mean, I would really love to make that just a point of this show, the point of emphasis. When you approach people, make sure you approach them with some type of balance because you can't go like this and not be willing to give something. And yet, and nothing's going to be handed to you. Nothing. And like, it's like, it's like, why? It's like, there's people that I know that are artists <laughs> in the community that don't have any fucking material, no, for years no 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 decent job no for nothing. years just bums, bums. And it's like why is it every some of the most prolific artists that i know work two or three jobs on top of putting out all this art because you being able to work speaks to your character and gets you into the mode to work it's like the more this you do the more you do the easier it the is to it actually is. produce yes this is a grind. So when you work at you, my, my thing has always been, if I work 10 hours for a job a day for that job, I work 10 hours for myself. Yeah. So, uh, I, whatever I give a job a day, I take that same amount of time and I get, I don't care if I don't sleep. I don't care. I give that to my company as well. There's so much- I'm not going to work harder for you than I am for me, period. But people don't understand the concept of a work ethic. Yes. There are 10 points about uh, uh, you that you could do that requires no money. And that one thing we've been speaking about all night is being on time, being clean, yeah, having a having a good attitude. There are things you could do to build your character right now that requires no money and makes you very valuable to other people. And being on time is on the top of that. Sure, list. and then like even just the aspects of responsibility, like yes. sell, like selling tickets for a show, that's work, but that teaches you the better. Grind. It teaches you the grind. And like, honestly, if you work a job at a restaurant or something, you're still learning how to wake up on time, be responsible, be a hard worker, discipline. Discipline. Those things really build up your character. And then all of a sudden, now you have discipline to go to the studio. what What happened is, you know, we had a whole bunch of, People who got up and did whatever they wanted to do all day. Uh, and, and sell drugs it still requires a discipline. I don't care what you do. Whatever sure. your hustle is, it requires some type of discipline. But they thought they were free because they could do it whenever they wanted to. And they took that free-minded attitude and brought it to the rap game. And they had the money to go with it. So it created the atmosphere. It, became, it created a facade to the people watching. They see the back. They don't show you the grind up to it takes 10 years to become an overnight success, but they don't show you that. They don't show you all the shit Jay-Z and Too Short went through. They don't show you how much money Jay-Z threw out there just to put himself in the front like he was a rich dude, which he had to go have the discipline to sell the drugs to get the money. To d- they don't show you all of that. All they showed was drug dealer, success guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So these cats watching it going, oh, well, if I bring money to the game, if I pay for it, then that's it. You treat me like the king. Oh, damn. You might ain't that long to me. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to respect my shit. I don't give a I don't care about your money. I don't care. I'm not a money motivated person. I realize that I got bills to pay. So I'm about my business. And that business includes me getting my paper. But I'm not a money motivated person. I don't get up in the morning and be like, I got to get everybody money. I got to get it. I, can, I don't, I, that's not how I work. I get up and I say, where's my energy at? Let me get my energy right. Let me go do the things that I need to do so I can get to Grand City. Yeah. And create something that's going to generate me some money. Right. So I, I do ge- money generating things every day, but I'm not a money, money motivated person. I don't get up and greed. It's not eating me my soul. I don't, I don't look at money like that. Money's a weird energy. You have to be careful with it. But people don't realize the more you give it, the more you get it. Sure. If you're finding a way to, you know, monetize your passion. Yes. 
That's what it's all about. Instead of monetizing other people's greed and ego, you're monetizing what, what you I love. love. What I love. And I'll help you do that too, if you want to. But if you come fucked up and sideways, <laughs> you'll leave fucked up and straightened up. Because I will straighten your ass up before I kick you out. You don't go sideways when you leave. You come in sideways, you come out straightened all the way to fuck. We, <laughs> we are, you gonna understand some shit by the time you leave, believe. Uh, but yeah, I, I just love the journey that we've been able to have over these last 20 years and to still see us do it and, and have a good time. Man, I commend you. This is dope. No, I see the time. I, I appreciate time. it. Yeah, it's no. almost an hour. We so. usually we usually hit an hour, so <laughs> yeah. we're, I'm getting ready to wrap things yeah, up. Yeah, I know see what it, I mean? but thank Keep you it. so much. No, I appreciate it. So before we do wrap everything up, yes, can you just? I mean, you got a lot of stuff, but I know that there's a website. <laughs> it's very where simple. people can go. Grasscity.biz, not .com. .biz. Grasscity.biz. Log on, learn everything about what Grasscity does. It has to focus. It's not focusing. It's not focusing. That's okay. It's Grasscity.biz. You know how to do it, right? Log on. You can also download the um, mobile app on Google Play. It's not on Apple yet because I can't afford the motherfuckers yet. <laughs> Man, I'm motherfuckers. They will pay a hundred hit anywho. So yeah. download the Watch Ground City TV app. You can see our live stream broadcast. How often are you doing live streams and things like uh, that? They're they're they are uh appointments. Oh, okay. And so, so it's, it's promoted. It's like you do a show. Yeah. So they're very well promoted. I put commercials and flyers for my stuff. I used to do a show every week, every month, but people became very inconsistent. So I was like booking shows and motherfuckers wasn't showing up and my oh, shit's yeah. live. It's live. I've thought about that. That was a lot of people have been asking me if I want to start doing a live yeah. stream. And it's like, I would love to do it, but it's if somebody doesn't show up, well, you stuck fucked. with that time. So what I would do, uh, you know, I have no problem getting on talking or saying the show's been canceled. But what I started to do was saying, hey, you're going to pay for this shit. Because when you do my show, you don't just get interviewed. You get interviewed, you get your music video played, you get your songs played, and you perform. So it's a whole story thing around you so if you want to play with that you're going to pay you're going to pay so when you start adding value to what it is that you do you get more serious people so they're as appointments but i have a few different shows i don't just have one show i have uh go live tv hours interview gc unplugged i'm coming out with a monthly um speakeasy uh open mic uh they're live stream but they're all very very private you have to you have to book. You have to have a code. Uh, so there's a method to my madness of how I do things. Grind City is not for everyone, but everyone can watch it live. Sure. So log on to the site. Get information about what I'm talking about. Don't forget to check out my book, uh, The Building Process, DBP by DBP, and also The Button Pusher Who documentary, both available on Amazon Prime, Amazon.com, and don't forget to get the album. So much to plug. So yes. nice to catch up with nice. you again. It's great to see you. I dude. definitely need to stop by the Grand City sometime. I got to interview you. I get you interview down there. Show you how I go. We'll do it. We'll flip it. You we'll can flip it over. Flip the, you know. You come do some music. Turn man. the tables, do the thing. Yeah, I got a whole band now, so it's a more complicated situation. But I can try what? to do it solo. Yeah. yeah we could talk because yeah. my stage ain't little. I mean, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I perform with a whole band now. So. Oh, shit. That's doing the dope. thing. I definitely, like, like I said, back in the, whenever, like, things kind of split, you know, like I always had that rock background yeah. in me. It was just kind of like that was the path I took. It just made sense for me. Hey, so do your thing. Hey. You're an artist, bro. Here we are. I love it. Great job. This is dope, man. Check out this show. Get down here. Get interviewed. Yeah. It's dope. It makes sense for you. 
<laughs> and that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. One more time to Button Pusher. Thank you for being here. Thanks, I really appreciate it. I'll be back again in a couple days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2020. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. And we are out. Thank you. GrindCity.biz. Check them out. Check us out. And we're done. Just going to fade this shit out. And that's it. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's an interview. Thank yeah. you. Oh, thank you, man. That was fun. Got to take some pictures, Rogue.